We are embarking upon a new year where a lot of people start talking about New Year's goals, resolutions, and all that good stuff. But here is the number one thing that will hold you back from getting results in the coming year. Stay tuned. What is going on, guys? Welcome to this new episode of King's Code Radio, where we are a movement of men rising up as kings, kings under the king of kings, giving God glory in all that we do and doing what he has put us on this earth to do. It is Black Friday today, and you may be uh, a consumer, you may be a seller, you may be a little bit of both, um, but regardless, I hope uh, hope your endeavors are good. Um, you know, I want to talk to you about going into this new year. Um, I'm sure many of you are have already started strategic planning for the new year. Uh, if you haven't, I would highly recommend that. Uh, it is always wise to go in with a plan. Um, as the Bible talks about, a man uh, doesn't build a house before he first kind of counts the cost to make sure he's got enough to you know, get the job done. And so when it comes to getting things done and producing results, um, I want to talk to you today about really, I think, one of the number one ways f- to not get results, to not get the results. And, you know, it really sucks to be able to uh, look back over, let's just say, 2020. And I know it's been a weird year, but it would suck to look back and go, wow, I didn't accomplish anything that I thought I was going to accomplish. Now, we might say, you know, it was 2020 and, and bad year and all this and that. But really, ultimately, that is an excuse in most cases. And, you know, it's easy to make excuses. Uh, I recently had a conversation with my oldest daughter. We're working out certain things, you know, as we were to guide our children along. And I finally said something to her. I was like, you know, really, you are giving me excuses about this area of your life. You're giving me excuses, but yet you are forming them. And and it kind of concerns me that you are thinking of these excuses as truth. You're presenting me these, these excuses as if they are truth. And they're not. They're just opinions. They're just excuses as to why you're not raising the standard in your life, why you are not moving forward, why you are not doing the thing you know you need to do. And when it comes to business, when it comes to marriage, when it comes to our faith and connection with God, when it comes to our own health, it really comes down to where your standards are. If you have a really low standard... Uh, when it comes to what you what's required of you as a man, uh, if you have low standards, well, that's <laughs> you're never really going to be disappointed. You know, I look back and I know I've used this guy as an example, but um, I just can't think of a better example. Is there's a guy and he used to be a really good friend of mine um, back in high school and, and more late. I'd say I'd say late teens and early twenties. You know, and, and the group of us, the guy, of, of guys that we used to hang out with, you know, we would always talk to this guy about, dude, you got to do something with your life. Like you are, you have this immense desire to get married. Like that, he just help, hopeless romantic, right? He just, oh, could not wait to get married. But yet he never had a real job. Um, and 
he, he wouldn't move out of his parents' house. <laughs> and the one time he got a real job, he quit within six months. And, uh, and, and we, we encouraged him like, dude, you, you literally got a license uh, to do this thing. I mean, you went to a specific school to get licensed to do this thing. And just because of one bad experience, you're not going to pursue any other companies where you could do the same thing, but better make more money and be a better environment. And, and he just never would. Now, what's crazy is this was probably what, 17, 18 years ago, uh, roughly, doing the math in my head. Uh, he literally is in the exact same place. He is still living with his parents, um, to my knowledge, does not have a real job, and definitely is not married. <laughs> and that sucks. Where, where mediocrity and laziness and slothfulness take control and the oppression that he feels entrapped in, he was never able to, to get out of. And now, you know, a decade, almost two decades later, he's still in the same spot. Now, wouldn't that suck if you were in that position? I, would, I definitely would suck. But here's the thing, is when you hold yourself to a really low standard, that is going to be, uh, you're never going to even recognize the fact that you're in a bad place if your standards are low. The Bible says to not just be a hearer of the word, right, but to be a doer of the word. Now, this is relevant in every area of life. When it comes to your walk with God and your your relationship with him, yeah, it, it's, it really is sad and stupid when when we go to church and we read the Bible and all these things, but yet we don't put it into action, and so what I found is if you are not producing fruit in your life or results in your life, chances are you are a hearer of the word, but not necessarily a doer of it. Now, let me parallel this with business or even relationship. Let's start with business first. The number one way to fail in your business is to make less offers. Don't make any offers. Now, those of you that are listening to this, you, you are in some kind of place where you, you offer something of value to the marketplace. Um, you know, even if you are an employee, you're still offering value to the marketplace in your own career. That's great. But many of you, most of you are doing your thing. You know, you've been called to something and you are pushing forward in this movement that you are creating because you know, you have something of value to offer to the marketplace. There are people that need the solutions that you bring. And the number one way to fail in this coming year is to not make any offers because you will not make an, if you don't make an offer, you're not going to make a sale. And a lot of people that I talk to are confused on the fact that they no, I have a product. No, I have a service. I believe you, but it does not mean you have an offer. You can have a product, you can have a service, but your offer could still suck because you don't even realize the fact that an offer and your product, an offer and your service are not the same thing. And so if you are not going out making offers, and now uh, we'll save we'll save the, the depth of this for another episode. But if you are not making offers, if you look at your bank account over the 2020, and you are and you kind of examine, wow, okay, maybe it's not quite where I was hoping it would be. Maybe it's been a great year, awesome. But when you ask yourself the simple question of how many offers did I make this year? How many offers did I make? Because those offers would have contributed to the size of my bank account right now. 
Now, I might have talked about something, but how many offers did I actually make? How many ads did I throw up? How many webinars did I do? How many uh, connections, how many Zoom calls did I make with people? How many sales calls was I on? Whatever it may be, how many offers did I actually make this year? And if you don't like the size of your bank account, chances are it's contributed to how many or the lack thereof of offers that you made. Now, here's the crazy part. As entrepreneurs, um, and, and I've, we, I think we've all get stuck in this. I definitely have seen myself get stuck in this, this weird cycle of consuming, consuming, consuming. And you fall in love with the learning process of it all. You're consuming. Oh, wait a minute. Now I just need this other course. I just need this other script. I need this other swipe file. I need this other thing. And then I'll launch my offer. And so we slowly start to justify why we're not producing results simply on, well, wait a minute, I, I need that other thing. I need that other course. And, and the thing is, is you don't need that other course. Yes, you can use that other course and fine tune your offer, fine tune your skill sets. Yes. But when you hold yourself to a standard that says, I will make an offer because I recognize the fact that there are people out there that need the results that I bring. And it is actually selfish for me not to make an offer now. Now, whatever reason I'm not, maybe there's a fear that's holding me back, a fear of judgment, fear of whatever, but there's something holding me back. Well, that's, that's the root cause of it, and we'll get to that at some point in time. But right now, I simply want to shed light on this, that there are people that need you. And when you hold yourself to a lower standard, those people are never going to get your offer because you're not going to make any offers. But when you hold yourself to a higher standard, say, no, 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 I'm setting sales goals. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm steady. I am raising the bar of the standards in my business. And so those standards will not allow me to not make offers. And I will continue to fine tune and I will continue to grow and I will continue to do all these things, but I'm still going to make an offer and I'm not going to be afraid to fail. This is some good stuff right here because if we're just consuming, consuming, consuming all the time, waiting, well, I'll, I'll launch later. I'll launch this other thing later. Then really we are doing the exact same thing of being a hearer of the word and not doing it. I'm so consumed with learning, I'm not living it out. I'm so consumed with learning and reading the Bible that I'm not ever effective in the kingdom because I won't talk to anybody. I won't share the Lord with anybody. I won't live it out loud regardless of where I am hearer, but not a doer. But when you raise the standard in your life and say, I will live by a standard that I will do the thing, not just be a hearer, not just be a consumer of the word and of the training and of all this stuff, but I will be a doer. And by being a doer, I will produce fruit in these areas of my life. Let that sink in for a minute. That is some good stuff right there. And so I encourage you guys to take a moment and really I mean, like, get along with God, get a notebook and say, wow, have I really been, where, where's my standard out? Have, have I really been making offers? Have I not been making offers? Have I really allowed something to get in the way? Why have I not made as many offers? How, how, why have I not been very effective this year? And what stories have I told myself to justify why I haven't? And as you start to ask these questions, you gain greater clarity on what the real problem is. And chances are the problem's you. 
And that is why inside the King's Code, we put such, any of you that's ever been through the coaching part of this, we put such a huge emphasis on, on exposing the lies that we tell ourselves or that we have believed that justify why we're not producing. We are kings unto the king of kings. And our job is to produce in those quadrants of faith and in our marriage and our families, in business, producing in the marketplace and in our health. Now, I've really only focused on two primary quadrants, but you get the idea. If you have to raise the standard and not allow mediocrity, not allow fear, and not allow anything to get in the way of you saying, here's where my standard of living is. Here's my standard of doing business. Here's my standard of my faith. And I will live that out in every area. And I don't care what anyone says. So guys, take some time today. Think about it. Are you being a doer here? Where is your standard at? Make it a goal as you are strategically planning out this next year in these four quadrants of life. How many offers am I making? Where's my relationship with God? Where's my relationship? Where's my standard with my queen, with my kids? Am I living that out? So guys, until next time, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, guys, that is another episode for you. I hope you take it to heart and put it to action. Uh, We've got some exciting things coming up, but in the meantime, before I really dive into that, I really would uh, uh, very much appreciate you leaving a review, giving me a review, and honestly, whether you like it or don't like this show, so I know how to better serve you guys. So if you're listening to iTunes or really anywhere, please leave a review, share this with your friends, and uh, we have a lot more good stuff in the works. Talk to you guys soon and God bless.